You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, a podcast for spiritual souls on their journey of enlightening the world. I'm your host, Stephanie Powers. Welcome. I am so happy, so happy that you guys love my morning music videos on my personal Instagram at Stephanie's underscore destiny if you don't already join us. But every morning, I wake up super early before the sun comes up and I go to this private beach that I was very luckily gifted a membership to and I watch the sun come up. Um, The full story of how I got that membership is on my personal Instagram at Stephanie's underscore destiny. But basically, I ran into a wealthy gentleman who's retired and lives down here seasonally and he just, he could really tell that I had a genuine appreciation for the beach and sunrises and sunsets. And he was like, you know what? I want to gift you a free membership to our very private, very exclusive beach because it has some of the softest white sand, some of the most beautiful sunrises, most beautiful sunsets. And I want you to be able to enjoy it because I can see how much it means to you. So he gave me a key to the place and I go there every single morning. And when I asked him, like, are you sure? Why are you doing this for me? He said, because I grew up very poor and I would not be very successful today had it not been for people gifting me things and giving me things and miracles and abundance and just such a cool story, right? So cool. There's abundance around us everywhere. And that's, this is one thing that Jim, that's his name, he taught me because I asked him, you know, how did you go from rags to riches. And he said, because I trained my eyes to see abundance and opportunity everywhere. Hello, everyone. Welcome to an episode of Lightworkers Lounge. I'm not going to lie. I'm getting a little intimidated now that I'm, I know how big our audience and our platform and our community is and growing. You know, sometimes when I'm sitting here in my treehouse with my hot cup of coffee, my pug sleeping behind me, like this little treehouse is tiny and all my stuff is smushed in so it's kind of like claustrophobic but it's just nuts to think of all of you sitting in front of me that's a lot of people and I can't think about it too much or I'll get really nervous but it came to mind because I've been a guest on several podcasts in the past couple of weeks and they always ask me how did you build Lightworkers Lounge how did you get so many people join this community why did you do it who, what, where, when, why, how. And I'm always like, oh, wait, you know what? You're right. We do have a lot of people. I guess, you know, numbers aren't the first thing, the forefront of my mind. It's energy. And our community is just growing and growing like this massive tie-dye bubble that's just growing and inflating and inflating. And there's just so many of us. And the best part about this is that now some of you are starting to recognize me in public and see me and this is how you know, okay? I don't know if maybe I look different than I sound or maybe I look different on my Instagram than I do in person, but people always see Jeffrey, my pug, and then they look up and say, wait a second, are you that girl from Lightworkers Lounge? That's me. And it's just, it's so much fun to hug you and squeeze you and The most surreal thing is when you guys bring up like, oh, how's your mom doing with her career? And it's like, wait, how do you know this shit? Oh, that's right. Because I tell you everything (laughs) on the podcast. It's just, it's, 
it's incredibly surreal. That's just the only word I can think of to use is so surreal. Because when I was going through my spiritual awakening, as most of you who are not new here know, I was so lonely, like had no friends, no soul fam. It was literally just me, my husband at the time, and that's it. (laughs) I was going to say our two cats, but you know, you can't go out and hang out with them. But it was so lonely. And you know, I got to a point where I went through so many awful friendships and just friendships that would crash and burn and then friendships that just wouldn't stick and, I don't know, survive, last a long time. That I literally told my mom one time when she came to me and was like, Steph, I know you and your ex-husband, you know, you guys are best friends, but you need some girlfriends in your life. Like, that's so important to have a good group of soul tribe girlfriends. And I remember telling her, mom, thank you, but no thank you. Friends are too much drama. They are too stressful. I am at peace and at ease having no friends and just a husband. So I'm good. Thanks. And looking back at that from where I'm at now with so many friends that I can barely keep up talking and spreading love to them all day, just surrounded by love. I mean, today I have friends that can feel my energy. Like we cannot talk for a week or two and they will text me and be like, hey, your energy's low today. What's up? Tell me what's going on. I have friends that text me every morning and say, hey, what was one really cool thing that happened to you yesterday? Like it's real. It's real. And I feel compelled to share this beautiful energy with you guys because I've also been where some of you listening might be right now, which is you have no friends. You have no soul tribe. You have no one calling and texting you to check in and ask you, tell me one thing that's really cool that happened to you yesterday, or tell me one thing that's weighing really heavy on your heart right now. I've been there, and it's part of the process. When I look back at my own period of isolation, it was happening for me, not to me, 100%, and it was happening because I was so running on ego that I was so easily influenced by outside energies. I loved it. I loved meeting new friends. I loved meeting new people. Deep down, I loved it. But the universe also knew. My spirit guides, universe, angels, Pleiadian, aliens, whatever you want to call them. They knew that I was too easily influenced by outside energies and that I could not get realigned with my authentic truth. If I had any influence of anything else, I needed to be alone. Forced to be alone with this energy. To evolve back home to myself so if you're listening to this and you're feeling that isolation that loneliness know that it's just for now and it's happening for you to create a tribe one day that you cannot even imagine in your mind right now like I promise you this Here's how it goes. You're isolated, but then you're forced to get back to your truth. You're forced to do a job you love. You're forced to leave relationships that no longer serve you. Your entire canvas of life is going to be shattered and cleaned, wiped clean. But then new things, more aligned with who you really are, are going to come in. And I tell you what, it is the best feeling in the world to meet up with a friend for coffee and talk astrology for four hours and they get it or talk twin flames or soulmates or 
listen to Lightworkers Lounge and discuss it. Like, it's just, it's so worth it. It is an energetic thing to attract the right people into your life. And this is what I want to talk about on the podcast this week. This came to me all of a sudden a few days ago, maybe last week. But energy, how strong energy is and how you just cannot deny it. So in some of the interviews that I've been doing as a guest on other podcasts, I always get asked, you know, about spirituality. When did you know you were in tuned or an empath, highly sensitive, psychic, all of the above. And I just, you know, the cliche answers, I was born with it. I think I just was one of the lucky ones who I didn't let society condition me too much. I'm not afraid to admit that society conditioned me and I want to come home to who I really am, which is highly intuitive. Um, Maybe that's my Scorpio moon too. (laughs) But I can feel energy. And I said on a podcast yesterday that I've never really been able to see physical. Of course, my ego and my human self sees physical, but it's always energy. Like I could meet the most drop dead gorgeous man from a physical standpoint. But if his energy is off or it's low or it's awkward or it's mean or it's whatever, whatever lower vibrational frequency his energy is, all that physical goes away. It's gone. I don't see it. And vice versa, I could meet one person that is not physically attractive to my eyes and my mind, but if their energy, if they're funny and they don't care what people think and they're lighthearted and they're an extrovert, no offense to my introverts, I just love extroverts because I'm a fire sign, but if they're just, if they're glowing, radiating bright yellow energy, I'm just like, the physical is gone. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Because they make you feel a type of way. Now, being the host of a self-help spiritual podcast, of course, sometimes I am met with naysayers. Um, You're a witch. This is all wah-wah-woo-woo. Fake shit. Astrology is fake. It's an excuse to say that your character flaws are okay. Like, I've heard it all before. And you guys have, you probably heard me say this, but my brother, who's actually coming around, that'll be a whole other podcast episode, but... He is a software engineer. He's a Taurus. <laughs> He's very stubborn. But he is very science factual driven. So I cannot, like, he will get upset if I pull out my tarot cards around him. Or if I try and tell him, like, Ben, you're a Taurus with a Sagittarius moon, Aquarius rising. He will be like, yeah, okay, Miss Cleo. He is so just against it. But, you know, I don't want to get too off topic, but he has epilepsy and he uses microdoses of psilocybin psilocybin is mushrooms psychedelic mushrooms so uh he also does that to help like reprogram his brain because he suffers from depression because of his disability and he has really had some incredible epiphanies and changes in his life which i don't want to go too into detail of because i think it's only appropriate for him to come on and share that I'm definitely going to get him to come on the podcast and share his experience with mushrooms, but he's coming around because mushrooms show you a side that science can't explain. But energy, let's talk about this, okay? So whenever I go on a podcast or whenever I'm just out and about talking to strangers and we talk about what you do for a living and I say I'm the host of Lightworkers Lounge, Lightworkers, like, like, what is that? <laughs> What's a light worker? And I have to explain it's a spirituality phrase. But but I'm usually met with 
wide eyes and curiosity and writing down the name of the podcast. But sometimes I'm met with, oh, that, what do you have, a crystal ball in your treehouse? Like, okay. And I just laugh and I giggle because, you know, it's all lighthearted fun. But I always say, okay, you don't believe in energy, astrology, psychics. That's cool. That's cool. You don't have to. But let me ask you something. If you were going to propose to your future husband or wife, would you go to a pawn shop and buy a used ring that somebody who just went through a nasty divorce just sold? Would you go buy that ring and propose to the love of your life with it? 10 out of 10, 100% of the time, every single person I've ever asked this to, which is probably 100 people, say no. Hell no. Not a chance. I would never go buy a ring that a divorced couple who had a nasty divorce just sold to a pawn shop and then give it to the love of my life as a token of our forever, everlasting love. Never. Not a chance. I mean, you can go ask this to the most non-spiritual person and they'll say fuck no so why and so I just smile and I say well why not it's just a ring there's no I don't know energy attached to it what's the deal and uh, my biggest naysayers will just they they're speechless they're like well I don't know that's just weird I'm like well why is it weird (laughs) and then it really just gets their mind churning like oh there's an energy around that ring like maybe the divorced couple got in a nasty knockout drag out fight and she ripped off her wedding band and threw it at him or tried to flush it down the toilet like you don't know but those moments put energy on that object okay <laughs> like if you were house hunting and the realtor said oh yeah this house is known to be haunted but isn't it gorgeous look at the french doors in the front would you, that, that would stop you dead in your tracks. And you'd be like, wait, what? It's known to be haunted? Oh, yeah, everyone who's ever lived here, who's ever walked through, has had a haunted experience. Do you want to buy it? It's a really good deal. You'd be like, uh, mm, no. <laughs> and you know, another example that just popped in my mind is ghost stories, okay? This is an icebreaker that if I'm like at a party or I'm sitting around a fire with a group of 10 people I've never met before, I'll always be like, all right, let's tell ghost stories. I'll go first. Every single person always has a story of ghosts or something they saw in the sky or just something inexplainable because energy is real and energy can change landscape. So I want to go really deep with this because this just dawned on me. Okay. This really just dawned on me because I was driving home from Key West this weekend and a song came on. That totally brought me back to like one of the toughest chapters of my life (laughs) that is known as 2016. (laughs) I know y'all know about that year. What the fuck? But it brought me back to being in the deepest, darkest depression, overrun with anxiety and just such sadness and darkness. But I heard this song again in paradise living the life that I was so upset about in that moment that I would never achieve but here I am I achieved it I'm in it I'm living it and it's like I rewrote the energy of that song all of a sudden this song is not sad it doesn't bring me back to depression it brings me it brings me joy in a sense of triumph 
and confidence. Do you guys, okay, if you don't follow my personal Instagram, you gotta follow, okay? I'm always sharing these super long Instagram captions filled with stories and lessons and come hang out with the powwow, okay? At Stephanie's underscore destiny. Because I'm trying to get at Stephanie Powers, but the girl won't respond. But I shared a story a few weeks ago. There's that song called Good Things Fall Apart by Elenium, I think. And I listened to that when I was going through an awful, awful heartbreak in Colorado. And so I thought, fuck, this song is so good. But now every time I hear it in the future, I'm going to associate it with bawling my eyes out in a hotel lobby. Dang it. And then I was hanging out with a very lovely person in Florida that seemingly dropped on my lap. I met him at the dog park and he's, bless his heart, he's so awesome. But we were driving around in his pickup truck, humid night, thunderstorms, and I was just like, let's turn on the music. Come on, let's jam. So I just touched his old radio. I hadn't listened to the radio in forever. I'm all about that Spotify and shuffle on my phone. But I just pressed the radio button and that song, Good Things Fall Apart, came on and my heart sank. And I was like, oh, shit, am I going to start crying? Am I going to like get really quiet and he's going to say what's wrong and I'm going to have to tell him what happened? No. So I just kind of sat there frozen as the song was like, I'm coming to terms with a broken heart. I guess that sometimes good things fall apart. And then I just looked over at him and he looked over at me. And then when the part of the song that goes, tell me what you hate about me, came on, we just belted it together and we just continued singing the entire song together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it was in that moment, like, I'll never listen to that song again and go back to crying in a hotel lobby in Telluride. I will forever go back to that moment, even though I'll probably never talk to that kid again. I'll go back to that moment in a pickup truck in Florida, belting that song out with a new friend, laughing, feeling good. Energy, all about energy. But but speaking of songs, okay, let's talk about energy again with songs. So I know for me, sometimes I'll hear a new song and I'll be like, eh, it's really not that good. You know what? I'm not going to download it. I'm not going to play it on my Bluetooth. Like, I don't like it. It's all right. Whatever. But then if I go to like a bar or a nightclub or better yet, a concert and that song comes on, there's something that shifts and changes. Like to hear the drums and the bass line of the song live. It's like, oh my God, this song is incredible. Or like being at a bar, surrounded by happy, fun, laughing, playful energy. And then that song comes on and you're like, oh my gosh, this song used to be so annoying to me and I didn't like it at all. But now that I'm here with all these people and they're all singing it and clapping and stomping, it's the best. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? The energy of that song completely shifts because you're with energetic people. How powerful is that? Like, I have some artists who... Like, say Sam Hunt. I love Sam Hunt. But I'll listen to the full album and there will be, like, half the songs I absolutely love and just play on repeat and can't get enough of. And then there's a handful that I'm like, eh, if it it comes on while I'm listening to the whole album, that's okay. But I would never actively go and search for it and play it. But then I saw him live at this beautiful outdoor venue in Maine a couple summers ago. And every single song, even the ones I would usually skip over, I was like, wow these sound so good (sighs) it's just wild the energy of music 
you know, one of the most powerful ways that energy can shift and change things is landscapes, places. Like, how do I explain this? So I grew up in New Hampshire and you guys know that I hated it. I was not a fan. I, my energy has just always been oil and water with that place. Um, you know what I was going to say? I was going to say, but when I'm up there with people from my friends and <laughs> when I'm up there with people who I love, it, it all of a sudden becomes great, but it doesn't. It's so bad <laughs> for me that no matter who I'm up there with, I'm just anxious to get the fuck out. No offense to my New Hampshire listeners at all. It's just not me. But let me, let, let me, let me think. Let me retrace my motherfucking steps. When, if I go on a trip with someone, I'm trying so hard not to step on toes right now. I know you guys can hear it. I know you guys can feel it. I'm trying so hard not to step on people's toes by calling them out. But I went on a trip. Okay, let's, let's, let's tell a story. Let's say I went on a trip to Hawaii with someone. I've never been to Hawaii for the record, but I really want to go. Let's say I went on a trip to Hawaii with a boyfriend who was very toxic. And we never even really had fun. We would never laugh. We would never play. But we went to Hawaii to see what could happen. And it, it was a trip from hell. And so I would always associate Hawaii with a trip from hell as being an awful place. You know, like, oh, God, something happened to me there. Like, I know when I was freestyling... On my Instagram, I said something like, on my way to see my man out in Texas, you guys, (laughs) you salty people. (laughs) I had like five DMs in one minute of people saying, oh my God, please tell me you're not dating someone from Texas. Texas men are crazy. Texas men are all the same. And I'm just like, that is so funny because that's the exact opposite of what I think. But... Your experience, the energy you've absorbed in a place shapes your view of it, okay? Now, let's say I fall head over heels in love with someone. I find the one, and he wants to take me to Hawaii. At first, I'll be like, oh, God, I really don't want to go there because that's where this happened and that happened, and we got in that fight, and da da But he insists. So we go to Hawaii, and we have the time of our life. I mean, it's all just like one big scene out of the notebook. All of a sudden... Hawaii is the best place in the world that I want to go to every single year. You know what I mean? Who you're with and what you're doing and the energy you were placed around can completely change a landscape, a place. That's how powerful energy is. And it's almost like I want to find someone not just one person, but even my best friends. Like here's a perfect example. When I met Sarah for the first time, we met in Denver. And we only met there because I lived in Telluride and she was flying in from South Carolina and Denver is just where you fly into when you come to Colorado. But what we did is we kind of rewrote my history there because if I didn't meet her there for the first time, like now I'll always think of Denver as where I got to meet my best friend Sarah for the first time in person. Whereas before, I associated Denver with going to a courthouse and signing divorce papers and moving out so suddenly out of the apartment with my ex-husband and lots of tears and confusion and 
but feeling free and happy. And now I associate Denver with meeting one of my other best friends, Paulina, meeting her very serendipitous and then meeting Sarah for the first time in person. So now Denver has a, it casts a shadow of light and gold over it as being such a beautiful place where I met incredible people and had a new beginning instead of being like oh Denver cold snow divorce fighting arguing sad cry you know it's so powerful so if there's anything I want you guys to take from this podcast find your tribe find the love of your life find your best friend and go rewrite history with them in places that you don't necessarily have good memories in you know like go to that restaurant where your boyfriend broke up with you take the new love of your life there order the same thing and rewrite that energy so powerful what other energetic things I know for a fact that you guys can feel my energy through my posts actually last night so I'm recording this on Wednesday morning November 20th I should already have the podcast up by now. It is 8.30 Eastern time and it should already be up. But last night, I don't know what happened. Okay, Tuesday, 11-19-19. So 11-19-19, ones and nines represent new beginnings and endings. So yesterday was a very energetic, super high high, super low low. It was all over the place with things are ending, things are falling apart, things are being shed to new things are growing, new things are sprouting out of the ground. And I don't know, some wave of energy hit me hard when the sun went down when the sun goes down oh, we'll be dancing when the sun goes down we'll be feeling all right when the sun sinks down over the water <laughs> you guys know that song i think we might have to end the podcast with that but when the sun went down last night something shifted and i got all melancholy and depressed and like thinking about the past and things that are over and things that are just never coming back people that are never going to be in my life again and got a case of feels and I was like you know what I cannot go record a podcast about energy when my energy is on e because I know you guys will feel it just like I know you feel my energy is a solid eight out of ten right now (laughs) I know you guys can feel it so just the same way on instagram When I post something that I don't put a lot of energy behind, that I'm literally just posting to post so that I can say I posted twice today, you feel it. You see it. You feel it. I know this because I will not get as much interaction from you guys in the comment section. I won't get as many likes. I won't get as many shares. You guys feel it and vice versa. When I am super happy, like last weekend, I was with someone very special and we were drunk and we were laughing and we were singing and playing ping pong and having such a fun time. And I was like, wait, wait, I have to post on Lightworkers Lounge. I didn't post this evening. So we just snuggled up on the couch and together picked out a post. We were like, what are people feeling right now? Let's tap into collective energy. Drunk as skunks. And then we posted something together and it was one of my most liked posts in under 24 hours. And it was just a silly, like, simple little quote. It wasn't even anything, like, mind-blowing. But I know you guys could feel the energy behind the post, behind the caption, everything. You guys could feel 
what I was feeling when I posted it. Energy is so fucking real. (laughs) And speaking of Instagram and Facebook, y'all are not fooling nobody. When you post, so like a picture of you and someone you're in love with, or maybe you're not really in love with, like, I know so many people post photos with their spouse or their kids or their, and it's like, you may be smiling and looking like you're having a fun time, but I can feel it. There is a huge rift between you two. Y'all just got done fighting. There, like, I don't know. I don't even feel like I need to explain it because I know you listening know exactly what I'm talking about. But I can go on Instagram and look at pictures of couples that I think most people will be like, oh, they're so cute. And I'd be like, yo, there is not love between those people. There's not. I feel like some of you are, if you were here, you'd be like, well, how? How do you know? How do you see it? What do you see? What do you look for? It's just, it's in their eyes and it's in their smile. You know, like you can look at a smile and know if it's forced or not. And when people are really, really happy, you can see it in their eyes because they smile with their eyes. Just, I know y'all can look at my Instagram and be like, ooh, I can tell when you are not going through a good time with like relationships, right? I can tell when you were really depressed or when you were just off, feeling low. You guys can see it in my sensitive little blue-green aqua eyes when I'm not feeling good. But on the flip side, you can also see when I am glowing. Like you guys, especially lately, have been like, I don't know what you're eating over there or what you're doing, but you are glowing, glowing, like all chakras on bleak, glowing, (laughs) which I love. I love that we have this connection. Like we, we haven't even met in person and you guys send me DMs like, hey, you don't look so good in this video, or hey, you look really happy in this video. Who did you just fall in love with? Hey. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. I really, I, I can't wait until Lightworkers Lounge is a physical building. I'll be there every day. You got to come see me. We'll have a cafe, a tarot reading room. Speaking of that, let's, let's talk about that. So did you guys know I do tarot readings? I don't promote it enough, and it's not that I'm shy or anything with it. I just, tarot readings are so personal, especially me with my Scorpio moon. They're so personal, and also, I'm afraid of absorbing the wrong energies myself. So, I don't promote that I do tarot readings, because I think that the people who need to receive a message from me and resonate with me will find me and book a reading. But if you're listening to this and you're vibing with my energy, go to lightworkers-lounge.com and click on tarot readings. And I offer four different types. I have a beginner's one where we just pull one card. We go super simple, super easy, and I explain what tarot is, how it works, what this card will mean for you. Super simple for my newbies because I've been there before. And then we have the advanced tarot readings for people who are seasoned with it. But I always tell people like, hey, especially when I get the questions of should I leave my marriage? Should I move out? Like big questions. Should I leave my job? Big questions like that. I say, okay, tarot is not going to give you a yes or no answer. It is a guidance system. And I am just reading your energy right now. So if you're at home and you just got in a nasty fight with your lover and then you jumped on the computer and booked a reading with me, that's the energy I'm picking up. So of course... The answer is probably going to be, yeah, you should leave. Your energies are awful. But 
So I actually, I get booked a lot with reading. So it usually takes me about two days to get back to you. So by then I think that's perfect. So sometimes I kind of wait for two days because I know I can feel some of you are like going through a breakup and you're crying and you're typing with shaking hands. Like I just broke up and I'm so heartbroken and my life is over. Are we going to get back together? And I'm like, okay, I got to let this simmer. I got to let this dust settle because if I tap into your energy, that chaotic, chaotic mess is what I'm going to pick up and the cards are going to reflect that. So I typically wait a day or two for your energy to settle to give you the most accurate message. And um, yeah, tarot is all about energy at the time. Remember that. So I think we covered it all. Energy is real. Just like I know even the most non-spiritual person can walk into a room where two people just got in a shouting match and you can feel that shit. You can feel it. In the same way, you know, it's tough. I know you guys know this, but it's tough being sensitive and an empath because if you live at home with a family where like nobody talks about how they truly feel towards each other or like things that they're harboring towards each other, grudges they're still holding on to like you can feel all of that all of it I know and it's so tough and I feel compelled to share with you guys that if you're in a situation like that it's just it's for now try and do things outside of the house while working towards leaving and you know it's it's tough it's like these are this is my family I can't just leave them but you know this doesn't include people who are parents to children you can't just leave them but like loving your family from a distance is sometimes the best way to love them. You can be your best daughter, your best sister, your best, I don't know. But loving from a distance is sometimes the best way to love your family. Okay. This was a really cool podcast episode. Yeah. Energy is so real and it's it's up to you to protect your energy. You know from the past podcast episodes about being an empath and protecting yourself from absorbing energies that are not yours. Put up a purple shield. Put up a purple bubble, a purple shield. Mine's like a light lavender periwinkle purple. So it's translucent, but it's there. So like when I go places like a farmer's market or to the dog park or the grocery store. I'm always protecting my energy. And if you want to know more in-depth details about how to do this, go back to August. Yeah, late August, early September. I recorded an episode with Jane the Lightworker. She's at Jane underscore Lightworker on Instagram. And uh, she is known to teach you how to harness your powers as an empath. Do you hear my dog snoring in the background? Jeffrey. (laughs) but she teaches you how to protect your energy and I know for me grocery stores give me so much anxiety because because of all the energies and then I just see like super unhealthy people buying more unhealthy food and then there's those signs that say here's the health food aisle and I'm like well if this is the fucking health food aisle what is the rest of the food and then I'm like oh my god we have so much food here and there are starving people all over the world and we're just littered with food my anxiety goes wild, okay? And now that I've got it under control, th- something with grocery stores and department stores, I just can't get past. It's just so much excess waste and so much consumerism, energy. It's too much. So I always try and wear a baseball cap to protect my crown chakra from absorbing all the energies around me in that store. Get in, get out, go. 
All right, you guys. Love you to this beautiful moon and back. I hope you guys are excited that Mercury retrograde is over. This one really wasn't that difficult for me. It wasn't. It really wasn't. Although I felt like I had brain fog a lot of the time. You know, like there wasn't really any technological issues or miscommunications and fights with people. It was more just brain fog. I just couldn't think straight. It was really, I don't know, but I'm glad it's over. And I'm so excited that it's almost Sagittarius season. (laughs) Because your girl is a December 6th. Sagittarius. My dog Jeffrey is a Sagittarius December 8th. Shout out to all my Sagittarians listening to this. Did you know we're the most rare sign? Yeah, there's Sagittarius is the least amount of people in it. So shout out to all my archers. Okay, please be sure to subscribe to Lightworkers Lounge wherever you listen, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and leave us a review. If you want to help us, Go to Apple Podcasts and just hit the star reviews. I'm so appreciative. Why that's important is because the more reviews we have, the greater chance we get of being on the search page. So people who are like, ah, I need to find my tribe. I need to find my light workers. I need to learn more about spirituality. They can find us. Most importantly, be sure to join us for Friday bonus chats. I love those so much. It's a select group of a few of you who subscribe, and it's $9.99 a month. You can cancel absolutely any time. You get access to all past 43, I think we're at now, 43 episodes that you can just go tune into. They're like short 20-minute episodes where I feel like I can let my guard down. Like, I know you guys can feel, speaking of energy, when I have to, like, say, oops, I almost said that person's name. Oops, I almost said too much about this. Well, Friday bonus chats, I let all that shit go. I drop names. I share everything because it's such a small audience of you guys. So be sure to join those and come hang out with us every Friday to talk shit and learn more about spirituality. One day, I'm going to bring you guys who are subscribers to Lightworkers Lounge so we can record, like, a 10-person episode and just, like... Talk about our egos and times where we were wrong and, I don't know, just let let our guard down and talk about life. So to join us, go to lightworkerslounge.podbean.com. That's lightworkerslounge.podbean.com. And click on any Friday bonus chat. And when right where you go to hit play, it'll say subscribe to Lightworkers Lounge Premium. Subscribe. Again, it's $9.99 a month, and all of that goes directly back to the podcast. So thank you so much for that. And you get access to all Friday bonus chats in the past and all of them that will occur in the future. Lightworkerslounge.podbean.com. Click on any Friday bonus chat. I love you guys to the moon and back. I will see you next week. All right. Last thing about energy. I just listened to this song by Naughty Boy and Mike Posner called Live Before I Die. And the energy of this song, because Mike Posner just walked across the U.S. Yeah, he walked. And I can feel the energy of that fucking journey he went on, poured into this song. And it brings me right back to my days in Colorado where I knew I was going through like a spiritual awakening and I was evolving and I was learning so much but many many days I was like just so like oh my god what am I doing but I gotta live before I die so I'm just gonna go through this and I'm strong I'm tough keep going is the message of this song
You can find this on our Lightworkers Lounge Spotify playlist of the month along with every other song you hear on the show. I'll see you on Instagram at Lightworkers Lounge. I'll see you next Wednesday and I'll see my premium plan subscribers this Friday. Sending you guys so much love and good vibes and good energy from the Florida Keys. Goodbye. I stopped smoking weed a year ago. Maybe I'm less cool now, I don't know. But I talk to pretty girls now instead of sitting there all stoned. I stopped smoking weed a year ago And I stopped drinking Hennessy on ice I thought it made my fans think I was tired I'm still up in that nightclub on way too many nights But I stopped drinking Hennessy on ice See, I've been running from my past But my future's just too fast He don't stop for no one, that's no lie So dear Lord, won't you please Give me wisdom, grant me peace Cause I just wanna live before I Live before I Just too fast.